You're listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and on today's episode, we're continuing on with the self-improvement series. That is the name I've decided on. Last week, I wasn't sure what I was going to call this series, and so here we are, self-improvement series, guys. Um, If you didn't listen to the last episode, which was on Thursday last week, uh, I talked about what this series is really about but i'm going to give you guys a quick rundown just in case you're new here so this series is really about creating resilience within our uh, mindset basically and i want to get to a place where we can really trust ourselves because trusting ourselves aka knowing ourselves i think those two are kind of one and the same uh, allows us to become resilient against the craziness that life can throw at us uh, whether it's from relationships to our jobs um, to you know just the basic every day of dealing with maybe an emotional past all of those things can can really make your day crazy and if you don't know yourself if you don't know who you are and trust who you are it's gonna be hard And you may have already experienced times in your life where things knock at your door and you fall down and you fall hard and you fall for a really long time and it's hard for you to get back up. And no judgment here because honestly, I've been in that same predicament and I know how it is to be chasing dreams, goals, aspirations, and to feel that um, life keeps kind of knocking you down. But I think it's really important to know yourself because that will provide you with the ability to get right back up. And I think though that's what really differentiates people who um, succeed in life and those who don't succeed and don't find meaning in their life is because they stay down for much too long and they don't know how to get out of it because they don't know who they are. And it's hard to fall down and find the strength to get back up if you don't trust that you can and trusting yourself like I said is knowing who you are so let's get into this episode before I dive in now in the intro (laughs) before I do I want to invite you guys to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already go ahead and follow me on Instagram at it's me Heidi V that's where I keep you guys updated on the uh, podcast and what's to come and all that good stuff and please guys don't forget to um, review this podcast from on iTunes or Google Play wherever you listen from review review it helps me out so much it means so much to me and I'd really really appreciate it so let's get into this episode So last week we touched on uh, seeking validation and why it's very important that we don't seek validation to the point of making it the only way that we feel good about ourselves. The only way we feel of value is through how other people rate us, like us, subscribe to us, tell us that we're great. Those things can lead you down a very ugly path. And I made uh, a few suggestions of ways to kind of recognize whether or not you are um, taking it too far or, you know, moments where you're feeling like you're seeking validation, maybe in the wrong way. You can 
do a little reality check of what's going on. And I provided that in the last episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I really recommend that you listen to it now before you get into this episode. But if you want to be a rebel, and honestly, I've done it so many times that I'm like, yeah, uh uh-huh, I'm going to still listen to this episode first. (laughs) Then by all means, whatever, we're a work in progress, right? So This episode, the reason why I'm bringing up the last episode is because I think that seeking validation is very common, very, very common nowadays because I think that's kind of what social media is, you know, um, rooted in is validating each other and seeing who's the most validated among us um, as far as online goes. And Therefore, I wanted to just start off with something that I think we all can relate to and experience, especially somebody who participates on social media. And I think it's very common, especially for millennials and the younger generation obviously is getting it too. So knowing who you are, the let me just start off correctly because I'm, I'll ramble if I don't. So my whole purpose is to have us trust ourselves, to love ourselves, to be ourselves, and to value ourselves. And you can call this faith in yourself, but really it just boils down to believing your capability physically, emotionally, and spiritually to go through life in a meaningful way. And I think meaningful way is the best way to describe it because what you want specifically is always changing. And even in the general sense of I want happiness, I want success, I want love. The truth is you think you want maybe happiness all the time, right? Or success all the time. But you don't. (laughs) You don't want that all the time because if you had that all the time, you would never actually succeed. You know, succeeding in something is always kind of a challenge. You know, if you succeed in it, if you just do something, like if I just wake up in the morning, I'm not like, yes, I succeeded in waking up in the morning. But if let's say I've been having trouble waking up on time and I do wake up on time and it's been a challenge for me, I take that as a little success, a little, you know, a good thing for me in the morning and I can revel in in it because of the fact that I failed before. And for that reason, you don't want to believe in your capability to always be successful because you don't want to always be successful. Succeeding requires failure just as much as failure requires succeeding. And one cannot be without the other. And that's just the truth. And we have to like just get a grip on that. Just like I will say, you will not always trust yourself there will be times that you doubt yourself but you need those little moments of doubt to bring you reel you back in it's just important not to go to an extreme with things now i'm not talking about what you want you need to trust yourself because you need to know that through everything life will throw at you you will survive not just survive but thrive And in a meaningful way. It sounds a little extreme, but it's true. And the best example I can give is the way I see it. People become suicidal in very dark times in their life. And more often than not, they have lost trust 
in the world or at least that's what they think or that's what they say and this is coming from um me hearing other people talk about it as well as I have personally gone through um an experience of being on that brink in my life and I mean I would tell myself that I was giving up on the world that I no longer trusted the world that I no longer trusted you know to be living without always feeling like I was in a state of survival and and not thriving at all I I just couldn't trust myself to move through the world without going bad (laughs) and I don't think bad's the right word but going through life in such a just meaningless way you stop finding meaning in life you stop trusting the world to provide that meaning and you might tell yourself all of this you may have told yourself that you were giving up on on everyone else that but you don't trust yourself and that's really what you go through is like I don't know, maybe you're better than I am if you've ever been through that experience of of becoming a little suicidal. And I told myself I just didn't trust the world. I didn't trust how much pain that the world was giving me. But at the end of the day, I just, I couldn't trust myself. I couldn't trust myself in any way. And how can you go through life trusting no one, much less yourself? You will not love yourself if you don't trust yourself. And it doesn't mean that loving yourself or trusting yourself, I should say, doesn't mean that you will never do wrong. Um, I think I mentioned this in the last episode. Trust, it's not about being prideful. It's not about being arrogant. There's no arrogance when it comes to trust. There's a difference because things like arrogance and pride, they'll lead you to a place that you will do something regardless of trust. It sometimes may give appearance of being confident, you know, things like arrogance and pride. But the truth is people who who use pride and arrogance to seem confident, they they don't trust themselves to be seen. We're all wearing a mask uh, on some level. And sure, sometimes we take off the mask in front of people we love or we, you know, are conscious of the mask. And so we put it down but we we have the tendency to always want to bring it up because at the end of the day we're social creatures and we want to put on our best face we want to put on our best foot forward and if we are authentic in who we are or at least we know who we are we will have an easier time trusting others to stick around and if they don't it won't kill us and we don't we really have a hard time trusting others to stick around and the thing is with with what i was mentioning about suicide it, it gets to a place where you don't trust yourself to stick around you feel like are you really in do you really want to do this do you really want to do this anymore and you stop losing you you, you start losing trust in in living and being able to live this life without feeling pain all the time. And, you know, knowing yourself, it, it's understanding the flaws. 
And understanding the flaws is really hard. It isn't easy. It's probably one of the hardest things you'll do is recognizing those ugly parts because it's so frustrating. Because you you wish you were somebody else at that point. You wish you were different. And the, the problem is thinking that different means better. When different is just different, just like everybody on this earth, you may think, well, they don't have that issue, but they have another one that you'd pick up if you were them. And I get it. I mean, really, guys, recognizing those ugly parts is frustrating. And there are parts of you that I'm mentioning when I say ugly parts that you might think surface level, like, yeah, those ugly parts, how I can be selfish sometimes. No, I'm talking about deeper There's deeper stuff in there. There's deeper stuff in all of us where it's just, it's primal, it's ugly. It's not our finest hour. And seeing those things or feeling them, it's frustrating. But the beauty in those parts is that they make you better if you allow them to, if you recognize them, if you can recognize them in yourself, recognize them in others and keep them from controlling you. Because then there's the challenge, right? Instead of just hiding it under a, 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 a whatever, <laughs> hiding it under a mask, you're actually facing it and getting to a point where it's no longer controlling you. It's no longer the reason you do this or that is because you're trying to hide a certain part of you. Convinced of authenticity if you're convinced that you are authentic in who you are, that you know who you are, before even doing any soul searching, I can assure you that you don't. And the reason why is because I don't, and I've done soul searching. There's people, people have been here much longer than us, people much more wise than you or I, and they still aren't 100% sure in who they are because that is changing constantly and you're learning we're complex human beings you might think that you have yourself figured out and it's so funny because people think they have other people figured out I'm like honey you don't even have yourself figured out how can you judge other people when you don't even have you figured out and you probably never will because we are very complex creatures and it doesn't mean that you should give up on that quest it just means It's a challenge for the rest of your life and you have to be willing to accept it or you're going to fall prey to it. And the truth is you can only pretend and play at who you think you are for only so long. There are people who you can fool and then there's those who you can't fool. And even though people you fool at first at who who you think you are will at some point catch on. And more importantly, at some point, you will catch on. And it's not that I think people do this um, on purpose, but it's that we're just so used to it. We're so used to trying to be exactly who we think we are and ignoring the parts of us that keep trying to scratch their ways out and trying to be noticed by us. And we keep trying to validate ourselves with other people's ideas the culture's ideas and we don't ever really get take the time to know ourselves much less other people because we're so self-involved I think it's the funniest thing when people say they think someone thinks something about them 
like if you're ever been at a party or if you're ever in high school, you have a bunch of, you know, timid, super just we're all very what self-conscious in the most the worst way when you're in high school and you know oh so and so thinks this because she did this face or whatever and it's like you know people care a lot less about you than they think because they're so busy caring about themselves they're so busy worrying about their own outfit hair how they're talking whatever people are more self-involved than we think and so to say to think to make the assumption that someone thinks something of you when they haven't even said anything to you and even when they do it's usually just a representation of how they're feeling about themselves it's just it's just unnecessary and um getting back on subject (laughs) anyways At some point, you'll catch on. Other people catch on. You will most definitely catch on, even if at first it's unconsciously you're catching on to your little, you know, display of who you think you are. And those moments, I think those moments are called breakdowns. When you break down, those moments are called life crisis. Those moments are the hardest shit that you'll probably go through in life because you've been ignoring for so long something that's been fighting to be seen and fighting to be listened to and it doesn't mean you have to go along with the worst part of you or anything like that that's not what I mean by listen to but what I'm getting at is you fight the parts of you that you don't want to confront because they're ugly parts of you or they're parts that you've suppressed over a long period of time maybe in your childhood whatever it is I'm not a psychologist guys I'm not saying this from a perspective of researching people. I'm saying this perspective of my personal experiences and my interactions with other human beings. (laughs) And we all got a little something. (laughs) You know, we all do. And it's better to recognize the things that are tugging on you emotionally that are going to cause you to act a certain way that sometimes you catch yourself off guard and say, dang, why did I get so mad over that? Or why did that make me cry? And we try to answer that as quickly as possible so that we can just move on. But a lot of the times it's also what keeps us from succeeding and fulfilling our dreams because we're so just don't want to deal with it, want to pretend it's not there. And it's something you kind of have to face and balance out. It doesn't mean that you have to live the rest of your life thinking about, oh, this happened when I was young and that's all that my life is. No, but if you find yourself in a position where you can't get yourself to do this or do that and value yourself, value your time, become resilient, love yourself, it's probably that. It's probably because you don't know yourself and you don't you haven't taken the time to appreciate who you are, flaws and all. And that's what this episode is really reminding you that knowing yourself is not easy. It's not a one-time thing. It's over the course of your entire life. And whether you want to or not, it is something you will have to come to terms with. Even if you keep hiding it, you are going to see glimpses of it throughout your entire life, more so when you don't confront who you are. 
confront what makes you tick, confront what makes you mad, confront what what has you feeling like you are entitled to X, Y, and Z, confront what makes you all of a sudden become so vain about this, confront why you do certain things that maybe you're not proud of, maybe you pretend to be proud of, maybe you pretend that this is you being authentic, but I think most of us have at least a little bit of an inner voice that lets us know when something isn't right with what we're doing. And sometimes we can make the decision to try to talk our ways out of it. Um, and we create false <laughs> equivalation, uh, like we, we create false reasoning um, circular reasoning for why we do something. And I think I see that a lot more than ever, especially with social media. We just, we, we convince ourselves we're so right and there's no way to get around it. And we find ourselves just looking for validation from everybody else because we don't know who we are and we're convinced, well, we're part of this group and we're trending on this and we have this many followers. That's who we are. No, that's not who who you are at all. And until you come to grips with that, you're always going to be chasing some some number, some some social relationship with people that you've never even seen in person and that is so not like it's great. I don't get me wrong, I love talking to people on social media, DMing, you know, wonderful conversations, but that stuff will never ever compare to the social interactions you have with people in person. And it doesn't mean that I don't find the value in social media, obviously, but I think you get to know yourself a little bit better when you are actually in front of somebody, talking to somebody, because you don't have the ability to hide behind, you know, hide your emotions on your face. They can't hide their emotions on their face. So when you're having that interaction, it's you're you're it's live you know you can't sit there and think about what's the best response you are reacting more genuinely and you'll find that people have a harder time now in person talking because of the fact that we get so used to like censoring and spell checking and rehearsing what we think we should write whether it's our captions on Instagram or it's our videos on Snapchat. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm an angel because I'm not. And I do some of this stuff constantly. And I have to check myself on it and then go back and revert to, you know, what I know is going to feed my soul and be better for me spiritually than the things that I assume are actually benefiting me, which they really don't. And if I'm pleasing the crowd, that's just not, it's just not in there for me. And the thing is, for a lot of us, this is a business. Social media is a business. And for the people who aren't on social media as technically like a business or trying to grow your brand or whatever, get off. (laughs) And that's some real shit. I know that that might shoot me in the foot. That might be like, oh, well, you lost a subscriber because I'm not on here to build a brand or business, and yet I'm on here, and you're telling me to get off. Like, damn, I might have just shot myself in the foot, but that's real shit. Like, if you're not trying to build a brand or trying to somehow uh, spread your content, 
do something for yourself that goes beyond just sharing pictures or talking with family and you're on here constantly, it's just you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. And that's real. And I hate to say it because I know it's not, you know, it's not something that a content creator who wants to get their stuff out there says. But I'm going to just be real with you guys. That's some real shit. And you guys can take it how you want. But that's just me trying to be honest. If 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 I didn't have a podcast, if I didn't have any of that, I probably wouldn't get on social media at all. I might have it to communicate with friends and family because I think that's what everyone kind of originally got on for. But it it will make you miserable if you are literally not being conscious of how you are reacting to people's content and to everything that you see on social media. If you can't monitor your thoughts while you're on social media, I bet it's not having the best effect on you. I bet you get off of it feeling envious or jealous or not enough. I, I, I'm, you know, I don't know. I can't be 100% sure. I will admit to that, but it's very likely, especially with the statistics that have come out about the way people respond to social media and how it makes them feel on an average. It's it's not the best. And I that's part of why I feel that I created this podcast because I wanted to share the stories and the experiences of women who might not have that great of a following and might not have great amount of likes but what's really great amount of following great amount of likes on social media i mean we all know like oh if you have 10 million subscribers 10,000 subscribers like dang great but that number i've started to notice doesn't really mean much because there have been women that i've interviewed on this podcast almost every every woman i've interviewed on this podcast who has something to share that i didn't know before and if i would have concentrated solely on the numbers I damn sure wouldn't have learned the things I learned. And if that's what you, and and that's the thing, social media makes you check those numbers, check those likes to see who's, who's been validated by the majority, who's, you know, obviously creating, must be creating good content if they have that many followers, all that, you know, BS, like everybody has something to share. And if you're humble enough to recognize that everybody has a little a piece of something that maybe you didn't know before and you're willing to open yourself up to learning about that and sharing that experience, I think that's a a beautiful thing. And I'm not going to sit here and toot my own horn because there's been times where I've been like, oh, she doesn't have that much of a following. But I always have to go back to square one and check myself because I say, I don't have that much of a following. And even then, I need to make sure that I know that I even if I get a bunch of listeners and I blow up one thing that I think the same thing goes for people who become celebrities they have to find some way to stay rooted in what really matters and not get carried away and when you work really hard for your shit if you work really hard to succeed usually you can find that you'll still be down to earth because you worked for that shit and you know what it's like to be not where you are at you know but if you just get it automatically I'm sure I'm sure that you can get lost in the hype and that's why viral going viral isn't really something that I've 
um, recently been interested in. I'm not going to lie and not say that I haven't before, but recently I'm like, eh, that probably wouldn't be good for me. <laughs> it probably would not, it would mess with my head. And I think for a while everyone was trying to do something to go viral, not realizing kind of the curse that that lays on you. So I kind of got off a little bit off topic. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've said I'm not going to lie a couple of times now, and now it's going to seem like I'm lying because I say I'm not going <laughs> to lie too many times. I know those kind of people that when they say, trust me, trust me, like way too many times, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I can trust you now. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's just a me thing. Either way, guys, I hope this inspired you guys to get to know yourselves. And I am going to post a blog, not not today, because I'm keeping it real. I don't have time. I've been throwing a life has definitely been like, oh, you think you're resilient now, right? And throwing crazy stuff at me. So I've been had to I've I've had to uh, stay on my toes for sure. Uh, so I'm not going to have time to put up the blog today, but I, I promise it'll be up by the weekend and I will post when it's up on Instagram. So if you guys have social media and you didn't take my advice, (laughs) then you will see that I have uh, posted that and you guys have a quick link to the website so you can check out the blog. It's going to detail a few ways that you can get to know yourself, a few starting points because, I mean, saying no yourself can be a seem like oh that seems like a lot to do to know myself and it seems very general so it can also seem like oh yeah know yourself I'm gonna go look in the mirror for a little bit and have a little talk like no no let's let's get a little deeper than that so um yeah I'll have a blog post about a few things you guys can do simple things to get started to really start to know yourself a few good resources to check out if you want a little bit more of you know, information on how I went about it, what I listened to, what I read to kind of get myself in that mindset and really go forward from, you know, the term, okay, I'm going to know myself to now and some of the things I practice. So all that information will be on the blog. It's on my website, just like the details of this podcast is on the website. I have some crazy fun stuff in store for next month, but I really want to get us through this this series because I think it's a good way to start off the year. It's just a good way to keep us in the in the New Year's resolution mode. I know New Year's resolutions seem pretty retarded <laughs> or not retarded. I'm sorry. That's not the right word to use, and I apologize if that offended anyone. I have um a very bad filter when it comes to political correctness and so if yeah I apologize for that I mean I just um now I lost my train of thought great I totally should edit this out but I probably won't because this is Heidi Vega live and unedited uncut version (laughs) whatever uh I lost my train of thought, so when I remember and if I go over this, (laughs) I'll kick myself in the head for not staying on track. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I do have some fun stuff in store. I want to get through this, you know, series, self-improvement series. And I know, like I was saying, um, you know, New Year's resolutions can seem so fleeting. (laughs) But if you, hopefully you started a New Year's resolution or you started making changes before the New Year's resolution came because that will ensure that your New Year's resolutions actually do come true. And if you didn't and you did actually started on New Year's, F what anyone else has to say about New Year's resolutions, whether they say you're still the same as a minute ago and nothing's going to change. Like F them. If you're still on your shit, good for you. And keep following this fucking series because hopefully it'll keep you inspired, keep you wanting to do better, be better and live honestly your best life. So thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. Our listener, um, average listener for this podcast is growing and I love seeing that because it just lets me know that you guys are enjoying my content and, you know, Total Plays is going up as well. I just, I really do appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome and don't be scared. Don't be shy to reach out to me on Instagram. DM me. If you don't have Instagram, if you don't have social media, you just do the podcast. I do have my email, I think somewhere in the description of the podcast. So you guys can get a hold of me if if you're not into the whole social media thing. I completely understand. And I hope you guys don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress. Hey guys, uh, I published this episode already and um, it's only been a few days so I'm just going to sneak this little this little part in here at the end and hope that you guys can appreciate it. Um, for those, uh, how many has it been? Like 20 listeners who have listened without this last extra part. I'm sorry, I just figured that I should add this in here and that it'll be a little bit more of a resolution to the end of this episode instead of kind of leaving you guys hanging and not having any ways, concrete ways for you to feel that you can start to get to know yourself. So this is for you, not for your friends, not for your family. This this is exclusively for you, this five ways to get to know yourself. This doesn't mean you get you should shout it from the top of the rooftops now that you once you get to know yourself. Well, well like I said, it's a never-ending journey, so you'll never have like a full grasp. You'll always be learning and and changing and all of those things, but nevertheless, this I don't say this so that you can be like, "Well, now I have to take the mask off and now I have to be myself because I know myself." Like no, this is for you. This is all self you know, this is, this is for you, your self-improvement. This isn't for everyone else. So don't think that I at all (laughs) say like, now you have to be perfect all the time as far as always be yourself and always be flawed and don't try to cover them up because that's just crazy to ask anyone to do. We're going to cover our flaws. We're going to try to supplement and it's what we should do because it allows for better relationships with other people and it makes us um, kind of forces us to try to be better people in general if we are conscious of our flaws and are trying to make an effort to fix those 
um, genuinely, you should be trying to fix them, not just putting a band-aid over it. So this is for you, if I haven't said that enough. Number one would be to focus on spending alone time. And what I mean by that is spend some time alone, not like up in your room, which is fine too. Obviously, yes, you should. You can be alone, like literally alone in your room by yourself. That's fine. But alone time sometimes is best spent in public, like going to the movies or going to the mall or doing some errands by yourself or just spend some alone time. When you're always with somebody every time you leave the house, you one, start to rely on them when you're in social settings and you kind of lose yourself in social settings because you don't remember what it's like to be out alone in front of other people that aren't obligated to like you or have no relation to you. So you start to notice your thoughts and how you react to certain things. Do you smile at people when they walk by and Do you feel very anxious when you're around people you don't know? Do you start to be judgmental? Do you supplement that with being overly nice? Like, what do you do? And how do you act? And how do you feel being alone? Do you become super self-conscious and you're like, am I walking weird? Am I doing this? Just pay attention to those things. doesn't mean you have to fix them right then and there. It doesn't mean any of that. You just have to be aware of them. Notice them and take note and see like where are my flaws as far as being alone can i stand being alone do i need somebody with me do i feel awkward if i'm not with somebody else having a conversation does it make me seem like a loner am i too worried about if someone thinks that i'm a loner all of those things cross your mind when you're spending time alone in public and it gives you a good a good of an understanding of where your thoughts go and um, you kind of start to recognize a little bit more about yourself. You get a false sense of confidence, I think, when you are with somebody else all the time, every time you go out in public. And um, sometimes it's nice to feel the peace and quiet and you'll recognize, maybe you'll learn that you're, you like going out by yourself without you know, other people always and you might actually enjoy it. So. That's the first one. The second one is to list the five most recent emotional moments in your life um, in the most, you know, the five most recent. So emotional means like high emotion, like whether that's you're really excited, really happy, or it can also be you were really angry or you were really sad. It's just a really high emotional moment. List the five most recent and then analyze them in terms of what happened, where did that emotion come from, was it boiling in me from before, or was it just random, what set me off, what had me in that emotional state, what happened because I was in that emotional state, Um, did it lead me to make a bad decision, did it lead me to make a good decision, just analyze that emotional state overall because our emotional states especially really high ones will tell a lot about us and it probably if you list the five most recent it's very likely that you'll see a pattern that it happened twice or three times the five most recent are three out of the five most recent might be really angry ones and it will kind of 
end up being you might see that it end up being the same trigger over and over and um, that's important to note that you have this trigger and that that should that it leads maybe it leads down a really bad path for you okay what do you need to do to change that maybe you don't need to come up with exactly how you're going to change that but recognizing it is the first step so that's getting to know yourself getting to know what makes you tick and you don't have to suddenly open an investigation as to why but you know plant that seed to know that that's you that that's what you do that that's your tendency and be brutally honest with that also analyze your relationships number three is analyze your relationships because your relationships will say a lot about who you are the people that you like to hang out with the people you enjoy to hang out with even the people you don't like to hang out with but you hang out with anyways it's gonna say a lot about you why do you hang out with them if you don't like them what what about them makes you feel better about yourself what um what kind of relationship is it you know all of those things whether they're romantic friendships family just recognize those those relationships how does that person make you feel who does that person remind you of does that person um bring a sense of security in your life why is it a male figure what's going on there just recognize them you don't have to go full out you know um psychologist on yourself but be able to recognize your own shit <laughs> and and that being with along with relationships being able to analyze your relationships and be honest with it like be as honest as you can with yourself that's really important in all of these is being honest with yourself because if you're not honest with yourself and this is only for your eyes like this isn't for everybody else then who when will you ever be honest if you can't be honest with yourself and you know like this isn't for everybody else to see this is for you so be honest like do you hang out with somebody because they make you feel better about yourself because they're unsuccessful and just a, a mess is that something that is that a relationship you have in your life and if yes you got to be honest with it don't you don't got to tell me you don't got to tell anybody else but at least know that for you and know that that's what that relationship is and think about whether you want to keep that or not right Okay, number four is consider seeing a therapist for an obvious reason. Therapist, just therapy in general, just even if you haven't gone through anything crazy or you don't feel like you might need therapy, it's good to get to know yourself. And a lot of the times therapists have the ability to ask the right questions that lead you to see a part of yourself that maybe you haven't seen before. And they have questions that you won't get with family or friends because nobody's trying to help you unlock yourself necessarily if they're family or friends they have their own thing but a therapist is literally there for you for you to kind of open your mind open your yourself to who you are in a lot of ways and recognize your own flaws so that's really good i would consider it just even if it is just to try it maybe once like just to give it a try and see what you can learn from it um, and then number five is simply to educate yourself. And by that, I mean, educate yourself on psychology, educate yourself on the human brain, human nature, all of those things. There's so many resources out there, so many, you know, professionals who have written wonderful content, 
wonderful books about human nature and psychology and it'd be a shame not to take advantage of that because you don't have to be wanting to be a social worker psychiatrist psychologist any of those things to learn about the way the brain works how emotions work how how our how what how human nature works how social science works those things are actually very important and um I know that it tends to be the idea that those things only matter if you're going into those fields professionally, but truly you're a human being. <laughs> you are going to be interacting with other human beings. There's no downside to learning more about that and and getting a little deeper knowledge in that area because like I said, you're always going to have relationships with other people and you want to have the best relationship you can with yourself and know yourself. And that's kind of hard to do without having an understanding of the science behind psychology, the, the science behind human nature, how we think, how we develop over the course of our lives, um, the first three years of our lives, why that is so important, how that affects the rest of the rest of how we, uh, the, our outlook on life, the different kinds of coping mechanisms, all of those things can really give you an insight into your life and your way of thinking. Everyone's unique in that, that we all have different experiences. So we end up with a certain combination of, of habits and modes of of interpreting the world but at the end of the day there is a good amount of science and um, structure when it comes to how we get to that point and what are obvious um, ways that human beings interact with the world so I hope those five sound reasonable enough to go ahead and try at least one or two of them and go from there uh, I hope this was beneficial to you guys. I don't know. I added this. I'm adding this little segment in last minute just to give you guys something to work with. I realized after recording that um, it's always beneficial to have a, a, a plan of action, something you can do now feeling that you should get to know yourself and how beneficial that could be to you. So, um yeah i hope this was helpful i hope you guys uh check out the blog post as i go into depth with each one of these kind of went into depth right now in each one of them i summarized it pretty well so you might not need to go to the blog anymore but if you guys just want to check it out for extra content i will have um some links to some audiobooks and resources that i have uh picked up and used so if you want to check that out that'd be cool um, and thank you guys again so much for listening. And I'm saying this for the second time on this episode, but don't forget to unapologetically be a work in progress.